the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome to Yak Radio, a radio show that's about, well, who knows? It's a different topic every week, but Yak Radio is always full of information to help you and your family get through life. Now, here's your Yak Radio host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. You are listening to, I don't know, what is it today? I guess it's what, Yak Radio today? Yeah, it's Yak right, Radio. Right, Yak Radio. Yeah, we'll do Yak Radio today. It's going to be a fun show. Second hour is going to be more fun, but you're going to have to hang on for that. Uh, brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a uh, liquor store, grocery store, or just a little business and you're looking to find cashiers and you can't find them, well, I've got just the plan for you, Southwest Point of Sale. That's what they specialize in. All the big boys are doing it, and they make it very cost-effective. wouldn't cost you more than a cash register. Since labor costs are off the charts, so check them out. Go to 800-540-2149, 800-540-2149, or go to southwestpointofsale.com. Talk to Jeff or Mark. The thing I like the most about this is you can do all your updates and everything off your phone, which makes absolutely no sense to me. But you get seven-day, 24-hour day service. So if you're open, they're open. That's right. If you have a problem, call them. They don't care. They'll come, and they will hook you up. Southwest Point of Sale. And when you do call them, do me a favor. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. Also, big shout-out, San Diego Propane. Well, I tell you what, nobody does it better. SDPropane.com. If you're looking for any kind of propane service, they are it. West Escondido Auto and Trans, four locations. Just go to westautomotivegroup.com, Nap Auto Care, ASC certified, triple A approved. Nobody does it better. And I know Actually, why. five locations. Oh, they get another one? Which one? Yeah, Oceanside. Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't put it on there. Uh, thanks for reminding me that since they're on this morning, at, or yesterday morning, at 8 o'clock. Westautomotivegroup.com. All right, talk to my good friends, uh, Andy and Mercedes Lillibridge. They're doing it again. They're off and running. They're doing the Alcan 5000 2024. In a vehicle called the Grenadier. Never heard of it? You and me both. Take a listen. Well, guess what, folks? The Alcan 5000 is right around the corner, and the Lilenthal's are at it again. They just can't get enough of snow, ice, sleet, and freezing half to death. But that's okay. They enjoy it. We got Mercedes on the line along with Hubby Andy. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Doing great. Thanks for having us on the show. How far out are you guys from the event? We are under 90 days. Wow. What are you driving this year? We are driving a 2024 Ineos Grenadier. What the heck is that? <laughs> uh, so uh, the Ineos Grenadier is a uh, four-door SUV. 
Uh, it is a, a new manufacturer from a company called Inyos. Inyos is uh, a big company based in the UK. This is their first foray into vehicles. It um, it looks like uh, a little bit like an uh, an older Land Rover Defender, but it is not. And uh, it's it's a uh, four wheel drive. It's got a three liter BMW turbo engine in it, uh, solid axles, and uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty neat. The new manufacturer is Inyos Automotive, and it's part of a global conglomerate called Inyos Group. And it's one of 16 different businesses, I believe. And uh, it's a multi-billion dollar company. And it's mainly chemical, oil, gas, and uh, that type of thing based in, uh, in the U.K. Do they sell that vehicle in the U.S. yet? They will be. They're just literally rolling on the showroom floors. And I think the very first deliveries have just started taking place the last few days, as a matter of fact. Interesting. Well, you'll have to send me the PR contact, and if we can get one into San Diego, I'll definitely do some television and some interviews with them as well. So yeah. for folks that don't know what the Alcan 5000 is, why don't you kind of give us a little rundown? Yeah, so the Alcan 5000 rally in 2024 will be its 40th year iteration. So it started back in, in – uh, 1984, and it runs like the Olympics. So every two years, it's the winter version, then the summer, then the winter version. And essentially, it's a huge, long, long, long endurance rally, road rally. So it's typically over 5,000 miles, goes about 10 days, and it's uh, it's time-speed distance rallies. So, um, you know, we're doing our second winter iteration, and uh, a lot of the times it goes up and above the Arctic Circle. So we're starting near Seattle, um, going all the way over to uh, Yellowknife, and heading back down over to Whitehorse, all the way up to, uh, let's see, Fairbanks, up to Coldfoot if we do the optional extreme, which we always do because we are extreme like that. And then uh, going down to Valdez and then finishing in Anchorage. So um, this year's, or actually next year's, um, rally start will be February 21st and ending in March 1st. Well, I went to Coldfoot last year just so wow. I would know what the heck you're talking about. Yeah. And I didn't do it in the winter. I did it in the summer. And let me tell you what, folks, you've never seen more beautiful country. I've been on a lot of press events. I've been to a lot of places. But when I went to Alaska and went to Coldfoot and I went to, I mean, I was so hooked on that country, I can't even begin to tell you. But I don't know how it would be in the winter. I mean, you're going to be challenged extensively, but I'm sure this car company is really excited about you using their vehicle. Are any more of their vehicles going to be in the race or are you going to be running the only one? So there's, there were a, a couple of other people who had signed up actually with Grenadiers, but I think that we at this point are going to be the only team with one. Yeah, there were, there were privateers, but I, one, um, I don't think that their uh, shipment's going to be in in time. And the other one, they had a Land Rover as their second vehicle. And I think that they, they know that Land Rover. They've driven it, obviously, for a long time. Um, it's older, so they don't mind getting the gravel rash, the busted windshield, that kind of thing, because 
when you drive up in the Arctic in Alaska, you know, things happen. You don't get the vehicle back in shape when you, you know, as you drive at the beginning. So I think they're taking the Land Rover instead. It's definitely a, a uh, an event that is not easy on things like paint or glass. Or underbodies. Uh, with, the, with the amount of gravel and whatnot up there, you're almost assured you'll have a cracked windscreen, windshield. Um, you can very well crack headlights. It's, it's very commonplace. And right. underbody for rust, too. Yeah. I mean, rock salt is up there like crazy, too. Totally. And I, was, I knew we, my wife's cousin and I were in trouble when the guy put a third spare tire in the back of our SUV. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. So they say that the winter one is actually easier on tires than the summer one because all the dirt and rocks and whatnot are covered up with snow and ice. And, I mean, you'll hit the occasional, you know, uh, pothole or something like that on the ice. But uh, in the summer when we did it, we, we brought two spare tires. We'll probably just bring one for the, for the winter. Right. And, and this year, um, we're mandated in the winter to run three-peak snow-rated uh, tires. And so this year, we're going to be running non-studded tires. And uh, we're doing 6570-17 uh, Michelin ice, X-Ice uh, snow tires. Ah. And you've told all the truckers. And you've told all the truckers that go up the Dalton Highway to park your vehicles until you guys get done, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what. When we when we drove the Dalton in, in 2020, we found out that that, was, that road is definitely a haul road, and it's really owned by the truckers. And uh, it, it was honestly some of the hardest driving I've ever done. You know, it's it's getting dark. It's narrow. There's blind hills, blind corners. It's all ice. There's tons of semi-traffic, and it's like 35 below zero. So um, it, is a, it is a challenge, that's for sure. Right. And these truck drivers do not know what a speed limit is. No. <laughs> no, especially in the winter. Yeah, well, you should try when it's dry. They go even faster. We had a semi coming yep. at us, and I looked at my, my – uh, uh, Jeff, and Jeff looked at me, and we got off the road. Because this guy went by us, and he could have rolled us over. The wind was so strong. So yeah. you guys have more challenges other than the terra firma. I mean, you've got other vehicles. How, how many vehicles will be in the event? So there's generally 40 vehicles that are signed up for the winter uh, event. Uh, they range from things like Jeeps and four-wheel drives and and whatnot, all the way down to people who are running front-wheel drive Mini Coopers. Yep. Uh, the the winner in 2020 was actually uh, a rear-wheel drive uh, Ford Capri. A little Capri. That was rally prepped, and it was a rear-wheel drive, but he drove that sucker like a like a rally car. So, but uh, there's, in my opinion, there's three things you want on the Alcan 5000 for a car. You want something with decent ground clearance, something that's comfortable, and something that's got enough power to get past those semi-trucks when you need to. I would never pass a semi. Are you crazy? <laughs> Let me well, there you. are certain points you need to. <laughs> Maybe not on the Dalton, but no, other no. places. Carefully, shall we say carefully, Yeah. giving them a very, very, very wide berth. Let's just say that. But I, I didn't see any five-star hotels where you guys are going to spend the night. <laughs> yeah, we use the word hotel lightly. Um, it's pretty much what's open up there. So, you know, we'll have – there will be well over, you know, 100 people that will be on the rally, including staff and, and passengers and that, and, that, and that kind of thing. So, But, 
we do stay at motels. There's no camping at 40 below zero. And, uh, uh, you know, none of them are, are, are terrible by any means. I, I mean, they're not the Ritz Carlton, but, uh, you know, it's not too bad. Well, and by the time you roll in, I mean, in 2020, when we did our very first uh, rally in a Mitsubishi Pajero right-hand drive diesel that we had, which was our own vehicle as privateers. Slow. slow. We were very, very slow, and we had just eked on off the wait list at the tail end, so we were back of the bus. Our, we jokingly said with our, our buddy, cars, buddy cars, we were team, quote-unquote, back of the bus. But that being said is, you know, all the restaurants and, and, you know, if you had any that were lucky enough to be in the motel, um, we're always closed by the time we got there. So we ate our very fair share of mountain houses um, for both breakfast and for dinners. So um worked out well. You know, you got to do what you got to do. All right, folks, let, let, let's do some clarification. Andy and Mercedes uh, level of comfort <laughs> is in the tank. Because when I went to Coldfoot, and I walked over to, I would call them sea vans with carts or a, a, a cots. That's their idea of luxury? No, 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 no. I ate at Coldfoot for breakfast, and I didn't see the sign that said, if you want your food warmed up, there's a microwave, okay? So I ate my cold eggs and my cold potatoes and my cold... Oh. T- <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, but that's, that's yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. I got my shirt that says I made it to Coldfoot. I wanted to go to Prudhoe Bay, but we just, you know, unfortunately we, we didn't have enough time, but we're going to go back and do it again. Would I do the Alcan? Absolutely not. I am way <laughs> old to do that. Now, you guys are going to do this event. You're going to make millions of dollars when you win. <laughs> <laughs> Where Our, our goal is to finish. Our goal yeah. is to finish and finish strong and finish uh, and review the vehicle. I mean, you know, the number one thing is, is you know, we're automotive journalists. So, you know, we're testing the Ingos Grenadier. And, you know, they've got 1.1 million miles of testing underneath their belt as far as this is their very first vehicle of a brand-new manufacturer. And a lot of it was severe-duty severe, severe duty testing in the Scandinavian Arctic. But we're right. the first people that are going to do it on a competitive level. Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break because i got a feeling I'm going to give you two segments instead of one. We'll be right back listening to the crazy ones running the Alcan 5000. Stay tuned. All right, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. This uh, segment is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale, 800-540-2149. Go cashierless. Save yourself some time and money. You'll be totally happy. 800-540-2149. Also, big shout-out to South Bay Auto House. You've got a uh, used Mercedes-Benz, and you're looking for a dealer alternative. Man, I'm telling you, you cannot beat South Bay Auto House. All his techs are factory-trained. They've got their own in-house parts department. They buy and sell used uh, Mercedes-Benz. They'll even uh, put a bid on your used Mercedes if you're thinking about trading into the dealer. You might find them giving you more money. Auto House, they guys are just absolutely fantastic. Gary and Rick really do a good job. Go to AutoHouseSouthBay.com, AutoHouseSouthBay.com. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. And Bumper Doc. Santee, scratches, dings, and dents, 8711 Magnolia Street. Do your headlight restoration. Uh, do 
paint work, do body work. They'll even do a complete repaint. They'll also window tint your vehicle. Go to cntbumperdoc.com, 619-258-0433. Make sure you stop by and say hello to Angel. You'll really appreciate that visit. All right, let's get back to the second half with Mercedes and Andy cruising the Alcan 5000. All right, we're back, and we're talking to Mercedes and Andy Lilenthal. They're running the Alcan 5000. They didn't learn anything last time, so I guess they they got to try it again. But this time they're doing it in a Grenadier. You've never heard of it, but if you Google it, you might be highly impressed. It is coming to a neighborhood near you. Uh, Mercedes and Andy are going to put it through the paces, and that 5,000 relates to kilometers or miles? That's miles. miles. Yeah. Miles. So the rally is is, uh, is at least 5,000 miles. They've had they've had Alcan 5,000s that go over 6,000 miles uh, scheduled. So, and that's just on route. That doesn't include any, uh, like, getting to Seattle. Uh, there was a team in 2020 that drove uh, a Jeep Wrangler from New Jersey all the way to Seattle to start the event and then do 5,000-plus miles. So um, that's 5,000 miles on the rally. And so you have a, you'll usually have a time-speed distance section for competition in the morning and then what we call a transit to get to the next place. That might be the start of another time-speed distance rally. It might just be the end of the day. But whereas your local TSC club might have a transit of, say, like 10 miles to get to the next spot, Alcan uh, can be easily 500 miles. 500 miles? Wait a second. No, 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 no. Let, let the navigator talk here. 739 miles could be a transit, not 500 miles. Well, 500 miles just, could still be a transit. Just, well, yeah, 500 miles could be, but yeah, no. I let, Let's just say endurance can be for your bladder, too, in addition to the car. Yeah. And how long you guys been married? Almost, Almost 20, 20 years. years. <laughs> in unison. You get an award. I know people that will do a short rally and divorce. So oh, yeah. for you guys to be doing this for 20 and who was the wild one when you got married? Was it Mercedes or was it Andy? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Wild we in both, our own. <laughs> yeah, we both have our own wild streaks with regards to, you know, what one thing we've always loved, and we even met on the way to a, a car show on a road trip. So it's, it's, it's always it's always kind of been a thing for us: long road trips, pushing it with regards to vehicle activities, especially long distance stuff. It's it's just something we love, and and I was just talking to a friend about this the other day. Was Alcan is one of those things that can just get into your blood, like it can oh. just become this thing that you just can't get enough of, and 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 I think that's the case for us. And we love cars, we love travel, we love like-minded people, and we love adventure. I mean, the Alcan Five Thousand is the mother of all rallies, and this is going to be our third one. You know, it, it's just we love the challenge. So. Are you running the Grenadier bone stock? Do you do any modifications? Because I know you have a lot of people in your neighborhood that help you with tires, suspension, racks, that type of thing. Yeah. So for the most part, Inyos has a pretty uh, robust catalog of accessories. So it'll they're going to put on their their roof rack, their light bar. It has a rear ladder to get up on that. It's going to have rock sliders, a winch, 
all those kinds of things. Um, to it, we're adding minimal things. So we are changing over, as Mercedes alluded to. We're changing from the BF Goodrich uh, all-trains to a Michelin X-Ice dedicated snow tire. Uh, we'll run uh, recovery equipment uh, like Max Tracks, just in case. We'll have some uh, Factor 55 and Warren Industries uh, recovery equipment, uh, and then likely a host of Skosh mounts for things like our phones and communications, that kind of stuff, well, as long, along with uh, headlamps from LED Lenser. And so we can see in the dark because that's kind of important to be able to recover. Yeah, so it gets dark so early. I mean, it'll be dark, you know, be twilight at four, you know, if not, if not earlier than that. So having the ability to, you know, look at maps and all that stuff, uh, in the dark is is important, so those headlamps actually come in come in real handy, especially when you turn them on the red red light setting. Yeah, exactly, without a shadow of a doubt. So, why do I get the feeling you're going to end up buying this Grenadine when it's done? Because you like <laughs> all vehicles. Well, if somebody could maybe uh, help sponsor that to happen, that would be great. <laughs> They're not the cheapest vehicles, but no new uh, vehicle is cheap anymore. Um, they're, they're all quite pricey, but uh, yeah, it, you know, hey, we're excited to take it on on the road and, and test it out. Um, you know, we're going to have a lot of articles. Um, we'd love to be on your show again after the after the fact podcast yeah. things like that. So stay tuned. We have to. So, have you got the vehicle yet? No, we're going to take a delivery of it in early February. Early February. That's, that's the plan. You know you're going to get it the day before the event. No, <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. Hey, you know what? If we get it, as long as we get it, that's all that matters. I'm fully confident in uh, in my ability to drive it. You well, know, yeah, uh, you need to drive it, but I need to plan out how to store everything. We, we've got to pack it. I need to plan it. I need to do all the navigational comms and then emergency comms and wire everything for the interior. There's a lot of planning that needs to happen inside and around that vehicle yet. So I think you just noticed the difference between Mercedes and me. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, whatever, let's get it done. We've got all the stuff to do. Yeah, you, you know who's the planner for the interior, so, and, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> No, hey Mercedes, you know when you get out there, Andy's going to say, "Hey, where's the so and so?" Oh, you don't know where it's at? Let me get it for you. Da, 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 da. Yes, that's so accurate. I'm not even going to lie. Well, and one of the things that one of the things that worked really well with us, we had um, Rome boxes in 2020, and then we had um, front runner. Uh, boxes in 2022, we actually noted, and believe you me, it worked well, we noted on pieces of paper, we printed out what was in each box, and we laminated them, and then we gorilla taped each box, what was in what, and we had them front-facing so we could easily see what was, you know, in each box, and it made life a lot easier at 40 below when you're like, oh, crap, where's my X? And I needed to get it, and I needed it in a jiffy, and it worked. So what do you, who, who, or does anybody supply you or what do you have for cold weather gear? Because if you have to get out of this vehicle, you can't yeah. get out in your sweats and t-shirt and a, and a parka. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Mercedes and I both grew up in the upper Midwest, Minnesota and Wisconsin respectively. And so what we're, we're used to cold weather. We understand cold weather. My, my late father used to tell me, you know, as a kid, You've got to, you know, in, in, in January, February in Minnesota, when the wind chill is 70 below zero, you know, you've got to dress like you might have to walk out of it if you, if you got into an accident, if your car broke down. And so we take that same approach on the Alcan. So we have 
uh, you know, Arctic boots. We have big down jackets, all the, the, the Arctic gloves. Uh, we're, we're, we're very, um, prepared for, for cold weather and, and, and used to it. Granted, I say that it's 57 degrees out here in Portland, Oregon right now. So, and we've got stuff that's rated, we've got technical clothing. And I mean, and we've spent way too much money on that type of stuff. I mean, you know, we wish we had, you're missing my point. This is the time to reach out to the cold weather gear industry and say, have I got a deal for you? And have, <laughs> right. And have them yeah. outfit you from head to toe and tell them that not only will you put it in all of your publications, you'll put it on radio, <laughs> and if for whatever reason you ever got to San Diego, we w- I would put you on TV. That's the way you need to roll with this. Quit writing checks and start helping these companies that would love your kind of publicity because you guys, I mean, it's amazing what you two do and what a side story for any corporation that makes gear and equipment that you do and you use everything from lighting to cook stoves to navigation. And speaking of navigation, do you get to use navigation? Because, you know, some rallies like the Rebel, it's a piece of paper and a map. Right. Right, yeah, just just to close quickly on the subject of, of the clothing, um, we have pitched some organizations that are local to here. Um, we have not gotten lucky, believe it or not, for clothing in cold weather yet because they all want hiking and mountaineering and things like that, and they don't see an ancillary uh, subject like us um, as being fruitful yet. But, um, hey, that's all right. You know, it, it's one of those things. We believe in the gear, we bought the gear, and it's great. Um, but for us, with as far as the technology, um, we, we're we running the SOP class, which is a seat of pants class. So we are able to use, like, a, a simple GPS that shows street names and things because, again, especially the winter Alcan, they don't want you to die because they don't want right. you to get lost. Right. Um, but uh, we're not running an unlimited class. They can run uh, uh, computers, um, you know, CURTA calculators, those types of things. We're just running essentially simple, you know, calculators and, and you know, speedometer. Yeah. But you can, in, in, in the Alcan, in, in the SOP class, you can run a, a basic GPS as well if you wanted to. Right. Well, as long as you got a sat phone, that's the main thing. Yeah, well, that's right, required. right. Sat phone, um, so they require, uh, like, a garment or a spot uh, in reach, right. so they have tracking on everybody. Uh, and then also emergency comms, too. So we have that doubled up, and then they run a buddy car system. It's required to run a buddy car system of at least two to four cars. Usually right. they're rally cars that have numbers right next to you. I think we're, uh, what, car number 15 or something right now, depending on yeah. if people drop out. People, you know, things always shift a little bit um, before the Alcan as far as, you know, the last 90 days or so, who drops out and whatnot. Um, yeah, so there are safety provisions in place. There's a great sweeps team. Love the sweeps team. They work their their tails off. The staff from the Alcan are just bar none. Wonderful. Um, and the organizer, the owner, Jerry Hines, and his wife and everybody, they just work tirelessly to make sure that this rally just goes off without a hitch and, and you know, hats off to those guys and gals. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go because I have to go put a code on right now. And we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you when you get back, and we'll do a recap. So, man, be safe, have fun, take lots of pictures, 
And if people want to follow you on social media, where are you going to upload? They can check us out at Crankshaft Culture. That's both on Instagram, Facebook, um, all the social media, YouTube, everything. Yep, I'll be posting daily reels, daily posts and things as uh, best as I have service. All right, well, have fun, and we'll talk to you, what, March? March, yep. All right, look forward to it. Take care, have fun. Thanks Thanks for having us. And Merry Christmas to you, too. Merry Christmas to you, too, Dave. All right, take care. All right, folks, welcome back to Listen to the Act Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Go to southwestpos.com, 800-540-2149. They uh, replace your cashier if you're having trouble hanging on to one in a gas station, grocery store, liquor store, small business. You know, it's tough out there. I mean, kids just don't seem to want to work like they used to. If you get one that does, great. If not... Check these guys out. They can come out to your location, check out your equipment, and if their equipment mates with your, their equipment for as less than what you would pay for a cash register, you can be totally hooked up. You could do all of your work offline. They even have a meat and produce scale. And the best part about it is seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. Nobody, absolutely nobody beats that, let me tell you. Uh, also, San Diego Gear and Axle scratches scratches san diego gear anything undercarriage two-wheel four-wheel all-wheel steve is the man he's got brand new parts he's got used parts he can tell you what fits what doesn't fit you can do upgrades you can do differential work and he's a big drag racer so if you're into drag racing you might even have a few tips for you go to sdgearaxle.com they're over there on pioneer road 858-449-5656 all right, I had a premon well, not a premonition. I had a thought. Uh, we're all, you know, having issues with electric vehicles. The government is insisting that you like one and you're going to get one, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts. And, and gonna- also, there's breaking news. Just want to let you know about three hours ago. Yes. Canada just announced that by 2035, every vehicle is going to be zero emissions as well. <laughs> So now the Canadian government's forcing people well, to. Well, of course. Trudeau will have this all figured out. <laughs> and how much sun do they have up there? Oh, uh, I know. but And I, how much wind do they have up there? Here, here's the thing. I talked about this with Brian yeah. uh, last week. And the one, thing I kept, uh, the one thing I kept thinking of over and over was that the government is pushing EVs on us specifically. Right. But then I realized, no, the law says it's just zero emissions. So Brian had a little bit more of an optimistic kind of point of view, I would say, because he's talking about hydrogen vehicles. Well, sure. So, um, have you ever dealt with a hydrogen vehicle? No, I haven't seen it yet. I thought there's still prototypes. Out no, there. no, That's no. There's it. two two filling stations in San Diego County because uh, a lot of your garbage trucks uses hydrogen. Right. So I had a. A Honda. No, but I didn't think they had one on sale on the market as well. Oh, yeah. Toyota has a Mariah, and Honda has, I can't remember the name of it. But, and is that the the way to go? Probably so. You know, another one is nuclear power. There's no reason why, but everybody's so afraid of the word nuclear. Mm -hmm. But stop and think about this. I think I even mentioned this to you off air. Maybe I did, I didn't. Back in the 1900s, when we were still trucking along, with horse and buggy. And do you know how much horse manure we dropped on the ground during oh, that era? I bet it's a tons, lot. Tons. Yes. Tons. So 
we decide we're going to go gas or we're going to go electric or we're going to go steam. We really don't know which direction we're going to go. So imagine a conference room and all the big dogs are sitting in there and they're saying, okay, I'm done with this horse manure. It's just getting to be a pain. We got to go another direction. They says, well, what do you think? All right, well, let's look at this. How about steam? No, 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 no. You can't do steam because the consumer can go to the creek, get a bucket of water, yep. put it. No, we can't make any money doing that. All right. Well, how about batteries? Yeah, you know, we could do batteries, but boy, I, I mean, we don't go very far right now. The batteries weigh a ton. They're a little on the toxic side if you get into a car accident. Mm-hmm. Well, what about gas? Uh, there's an idea yeah we can make our own gasoline we make it you know we have the we have the the infrastructure to do it we can make it sell it super cheap yeah let's do that so that's what they did and but all of a sudden they said all right but now they didn't mandate it they made they offered it and the only ones that could buy gas-powered automobiles were the super rich because they were stupid expensive. Of course. But you could also buy battery and you could also buy steam. So if you're a steam manufacturer, Stanley, for, to give you an example, if you want to take a chance and dump all your money into that and think that's the future, go for it. Mr. Battery, if you, know, if you want, in fact, did you know Henry Ford's wife refused to drive a Ford? Because it was smelly and it made noise. I believe it. And she drove an electric car. Okay. But Henry would never, he was not happy about that. So anyway, so now let's roll into 2023. And we got this hotshot designer salesman named Brendan Thomas. And he has got just the ticket. So he comes to the government and he says, have I got a propulsion system for you? You don't have to worry about trying to generate electricity. You don't have to do any of the above. It is easy to make, easy to store. The only downside, your family's going to have to sit on top of about 20 gallons of flammable fuel. True. Yeah. Not for you to worry. It'll be safe. They're not going to blow it's up. It's not the Hindenburg fire. or anything like that. Can you imagine? So, but let's go back. When the government decided that going get gas was the way to go, did we have roads that could accommodate these type of cars? No. Did we have gas stations? No. Did we have repair shops? No. So fast forward, and guess what? We're in the same boat. Except they're mandating electric. There is no infrastructure. I mean, they've got, what, $7 billion to put in uh, you know, charging stations, and guess what? They're not in yet. Right. And this is two years in the making. They gave the, the companies that are putting the charging stations in a giveaway on maintenance. They don't have to maintain them if they break. And I think the last number I've seen, 60% of them are broken. I believe it. So yeah. they're not working. And I just had a friend of mine who gets up way earlier than I do, drove through Mission Valley where all those new apartment complexes are, mm-hmm. just east of it. It might have been at the Walmart where they have all the charger chargers there. At four in the morning, they were 40 deep. And it's guys like you that have electric cars that are trying to go to work that don't have a charger in their apartment. So they have to get up 3.30, 3 o'clock, 3.30 to get in line 
to get a 30 minute quick charge to get to work right and imagine the cost of that too on top of oh that, so um, if you look if you look at the cost factor electric to gasoline electric would equate to 17 dollars a gallon compared mm-hmm. to what we're paying for gas yes but uh, 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 also, I just wanted to mention, uh, there's only one station here in San Diego County that has hydrogen. The other one just shut down, and they're still building two other ones in right. San Diego County. So, but, um, but you know what the problem is with hydrogen? Again, the flammability nope. portion. Nope. And- nope. None of the above. The tank is so heavy because it has to be pressurized. Right. And it's so heavy. I mean, and that's the other thing, too. A lot of people don't realize... Ask anybody with an electric car how how long their tires are lasting. Oh, I didn't think of that, actually. Oh, I'll have to talk to Brian about that, too. Ask Brian. Yep. The weight of these electric cars, you're getting eight to 12,000 miles out of a set of tires. Yeah. And, and keep in mind, electric vehicle tires are a lot more expensive. Duh. Yeah. Go try putting a set of cheapy tires. In fact, I don't even know a tire shop that will even do it. And I heard a memo came out from elon musk who just recalled every tesla he's ever built wow Re- every one that might not want to put it in the garage oh yeah yeah i've heard uh, well not tesla specifically i've heard of other yeah, companies just electric, like vehicles. electric vehicles yeah might not want to put it in the garage right and when and then the fire departments are actually allowing the cars that catch fire to burn to the ground mm-hmm because it's, I think, 13,000, 15,000 gallons of water to put one out. Right, and they just don't have... They don't have the capacity right. in the fire trucks. Right. So, are we... Is it, is, it, is it dead in the water? Probably not. I think as we get technically more advanced and we put more R&D into it, problem is Ford lost $3 billion last year. They're, they're on track to lose four this year with a B. They just shut down their idea of building a battery uh, plant. They're not going to, I mean, they're, everybody's cutting back because it's not working. Well, I was going to say two, two things. Number one, uh, very quickly to the four point, I mostly, I want to say most of that is actually towards the strike that happened earlier this year. They lost a lot of money off that strike and trying to get a deal going. No, this was, this was strictly battery vehicle sales. Yeah, no, I I know they did. They lost a lot. They they always do when they, when they have unions, I mean, union issues, they always do. But just think of if they switch to electric, it doesn't take as many uh, people to build an electric car as it does to build a gas car. Mm-hmm. So union, be careful what you wish for, because if they do push everything, then all of a sudden you're going to lose all kinds of union employees as well. So right. there's more negatives right now than there are positives. Um, but the thing that bothers me is you cannot mandate it. And then if it, it, then well, look, they just they just canceled uh, gas powered. Uh, blowers leaf blowers yep and uh, mowers for that reason and guess what they're gonna put your butt in jail if they catch you Mm -hmm. with a thousand or ten thousand dollar fine and a year in jail who it's ridiculous yeah well hey you gotta fix it um and then going back to your point about let's uh, when cars were first introduced Mm -hmm. but you notice how our infrastructure since then have slowly progressed into making that infrastructure 
it's the same it's the same thing here so and, and, but like you said the main point which your argument was was that governments are mandating the fact mm-hmm. about these EVs yeah. back then they weren't mandating no. fossil fuels no they it was offer yes. it was offer you, you you had a choice yes. and and then that once once they saw that the consumers were all buying the vehicles they oh. the government then stepped in it's like okay we should probably build some infrastructures exactly. to go with this well, oh yeah but it took until Eisenhower yes to I have know. a cross country freeway remember system. our government works slow okay if we have an issue ahead of us we don't work like that you okay know, it's- so here i'm gonna say this and then we'll go to break so there's three guys coming to the white house to repair a fence and the first guy let's say is from tennessee he says all right it's gonna cost seven hundred dollars three hundred dollars for material three hundred dollars for uh labor my, my labor and $100 profit for me. Then the next guy is from Tennessee. He says, well, I can do it for 700 and I want 300 for my for material, 300 for uh, my people, and 100 bucks for me, so that's 7 The other one was 9 Okay, so 9 and 7 And then the guy from uh, Chicago says, hot, he asked him, he says, $2,700. Says twenty seven hundred, and, oh, and the other two measured and you know spent a lot of time you know figuring it out. The, the other guy from Chicago, yeah, twenty seven hundred dollars. So the guy from the government walks over and says, "You didn't even measure. You didn't. No, 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 no. It's a thousand. Um, it's a thousand. It's a thousand for um, you." And a thousand for me, and we hire the guy from Tennessee. Ah, uh, <laughs> I like that. Now we'll take a break. This is a You Ought to Know show. No, it's not. Yak Radio. Yak, yak, yak. FM 961 AM 1170, the answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 961. AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. 800-540-2149. Go to southwestpos.com. Labor costs are skyrocketing. It's hard to get somebody to stand in front of a cash register. Well, Southwest has the answer. Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco do it, and it's self-checkout. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people who are not happy with self-checkout, but i got to tell you, yeah, it's 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 one or the other, and sometimes it's better off if you don't have to deal with uh, with a with a cashier. If you can just check out yourself, get going, and move out. Uh, their system provides meat and produce scales. You can do everything offline. I mean, with your iPhone, uh, they've been doing this God for more years than I care to admit. Jeff or Mark will come out to your location, and if your equipment works with theirs, boom, they'll hook you up for the price of a cash register, which isn't all that much. Go to southwestpos.com. And the thing I like the most is that you get seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. If they're you're open, they're open. They're always there for you. John's Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue, Napa Auto Care, AAA approved, ASC certified, warranties good, clear across the United States, three-year, 36,000-mile warranty. John is a super cool dude. He supports like two or three uh, boys and girls club in East County. You know, go where you, you know you've got a guy that gives back to the community big time. He was at KUSI this morning with me giving away a, a minivan that was completely refurbished and was given to a really nice family uh, by another friend that had known, nominated them for a new vehicle. And, oh, my God, the tears were terrible. 
you know, I'm going to stick with electric vehicles for a little bit because I, because you know, I, I want everybody to know I'm not being negative. You know, I'm just being honest. I'm the one that's negative here. Well, <laughs> no, you're the one that's going to be stuck with this insanity. I know. And did you hear uh, Ann Carlson? Uh, she was the one that came up with this idea. She's stepping down from her position of uh, <laughs> d- uh, Department of Transportation National Highway Traffic Safety Administrator. Jeez, I wonder why. I wonder why, too. I wonder yeah. why, too. So, so if, if, the, if, if it wasn't, and that's why I kind of told that little joke in the beginning, or at the end of the last segment about the guys coming out repairing the fence at the White House. You know, that's that the corruption that is in our government is just astronomical. I mean, when you've got senators alleged, like Menendez, alleged doing these crooked things, uh, I mean, it's just you're in the government for goodness sakes i mean you've got the premier job you know and you to me how could you even think you know of being corrupt but you know maybe because when i was little my dad put me in jail when i was 11 for lying and that kind of you know scared straight but going back to electric vehicles we didn't even talk about the fact that there's nothing there for us guys like brendan and i that don't have six-digit incomes. I say this to the car manufacturers all the time, and it harkens back to Henry Ford. Where is that $10,000 electric car we can buy that looks good, it's got 300-plus mile range, and I can get a better charge on 110, I don't need 240 or a high-speed charger. Where is it? And they all look at me like deer in the headlight. Now, they're losing money on every single electric car they sell. Why? Because they are getting subsidies from the government. Why? Because it's not your money. It's, I mean, it's not their money. It's your money. So they can do all of these crazy. You know, it's funny. I, 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 I don't, I try not to post political garbage. But I posted this the other day, and I got—I actually got some feedback where it was not positive. The biggest scam in life, paying taxes on money you make, taxes on money you spend, and taxes on things you own that you already pay taxes on with already taxed money. Doesn't that seem a little crooked to you, Brendan? Well, not only that, there was uh, that story about in Illinois where uh, they were supposed to get rebate offers if you buy EV vehicles, and uh, the state government was very, very uh, suspicious in terms of uh, having certain details in there, and it turned out that 60% of those uh, electric vehicle owners mm-hmm. actually didn't fall under the rebate, so therefore the government got to keep their money, or, or their uh, you know their tax purposes sure. for that matter. I mean, come on. Well, it's like, a little bit, huh? It's like the border. You know, if you go, if a Border Patrol agent catches you and you say that the country you're coming from is repressive and you're, you're, you know, you're being persecuted, then you automatically get asylum. But one of the news reporters had interviewed that same exact guy and asked him, why are you coming to the U.S.? He said, man, I just need a better job. 
You know, I just, I just don't have a good job where I'm at. I just want to get a better job. So you're right. There's no checks and balances. None whatsoever. No, but and, and again, the government should have set up something prior to this whole situation. But it's the fact that every single agency that they have already has so much on their plate to handle as it is. Right. So either make a new agency, try to profit or, or not pro- uh, try to budget that out out of this new budget. Which, by the way, we're still having an issue with, and we could have another government shutdown by the end of this year. Oh too, sure. So oh yeah, well, what a surprise! But uh, they don't care. It's they're not their paychecks won't be affected, right? They're, right. No, I'm sorry. I was I was busy there. Uh, yeah, you're right. Because again, the paychecks get delayed, and then they'll just get paid the same amount of money. Right hey, there. is Nick so, on the line? Yeah, they're both on the line. Actually, all right. We are going to have an awesome show. If you like puppies, and you like dogs, and you like cars, I've got all lined up for you. Operation Frodo and Animal Rescue Rigs Radio coming up next. Don't touch that dial. This is FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.